It's wrestling time, I think. It's the old wrestling podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all platforms. Today, we're talking about Logan Paul versus Ricochet and the downfall of Ricochet. <laughs> so I think we've all been taken aback by the meteoric rise of Logan Paul as a professional wrestler. I think we all thought it was a gimmick when he first started. And you know what? It still may be, but you can't deny his his sort of natural ability to, you know, help tell a story in the ring. Uh, he's not perfect, you know, and he is training and he's getting better. And it all depends on his commitment to professional wrestling. But I think if he were to commit, he could be a pretty big star in professional wrestling. Like that could just be his thing for a while. The same way Ronda Rousey transitioned over from the UFC to the WWE and kind of brought her, what is it, her audience over. And it's debatable on her, I don't know, appeal to the fans, but you can't deny she was a draw. Uh, Logan Paul's kind of in the same position, not comparing him to a championship MMA fighter, but someone who is an athlete or athletic, I should say, and comes into WWE with an existing fan base, he could do well. Now, I was just thinking about this. He came into the WWE with a lot of, you know, fanfare. I, should, I don't know if that's the right term, but he came in with a lot of hype. No, media coverage. There you go. He came in with a lot of media coverage. And I think a lot of his time in WWE is dependent on the mutual gain that WWE gets from him and vice versa. So far, I feel like it's been very one-sided in terms of the gain. WWE has put him in some pretty high-profile matches, which they could argue is his gain. But I don't know what the crossover is for fans who are like, oh, I watched Logan Paul wrestle in Saudi Arabia against Roman Reigns and he almost beat him. Maybe I'll go listen to his podcast. That's not that. I mean, for me, that wasn't an idea that ever popped into my head. And Logan Paul's stock with me outside of his matches in WWE is still non-existent. Like I have no interest in him outside of WWE. That's not to say that I'm super interested in him in WWE, but the buck stops there, right? I, I'm not a crossover fan. I don't know how many people are. I'm sure I'm sure there must be many because he signed another deal with WWE. And, you know, he gets the monetary gain. But in the long run, you know, given the toll it takes on your body and kind of the, the schedule and whatnot, he, I, I don't know how viable it would be. I mean, again, it's the money. He'll he'll jump off of a ladder for a lot of money. So why not? That being said, again, it's been one sided. Logan Paul needs a win. He lost to Roman Reigns, obviously not going to beat Roman. Uh, he lost to Seth Rollins. He lost in the Royal Rumble, but he had a great moment with Ricochet that kind of stole the show a little bit. Uh, Money in the Bank, he wrestled in that and had another moment with Ricochet, which, you know, was a little spotty, but still a great 
moment for someone like Logan Paul, who again, this isn't his first job, right? He's just coming into this. So now we're going into SummerSlam and there's Ricochet versus Logan Paul on the card. And honestly, it doesn't look good for Ricochet. Now, why is that? Was well, because Ricochet is the perfect foil for Logan Paul. He's not, he's definitely a mid-tier guy, which is no disrespect to Ricochet. He is a fantastic professional wrestler, but he's not a Roman Reigns. You know, he's not a Brock Lesnar. He's not a Cody Rhodes. He's the, a step right below. He's fighting for an Intercontinental Championship. He's going for the tag championships when Braun Strowman's with him. He's putting on fantastic matches. He's getting into feuds with people like Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, Bronson Reed. He's doing the work. He's putting in a lot of work. And every time he comes out, he puts, he's a workhorse. He puts out heat. But he can take an L to Logan Paul. Now, there's not many people on the roster who could, right? Like, Logan Paul wouldn't wrestle and beat a jobber, right? They wouldn't bring him in to wrestle someone from, I don't know, NXT, who's, you know, younger and probably not as well known, and then have him get a win over that person. Because again, it would, it would, he would come off like a bully, but not in a heelish WWE way, but more in like a, hey man, we're gonna, you know, bully this NXT person by having them lose to an outsider. It's just, you know, terminology. But someone like Ricochet, who has the cachet, who's not really, you know, in the upper echelon, but definitely a name and a face, can take the pin and give Logan Paul that win that he's probably been, you know, anticipating since he started with WWE. I think Ricochet can manage that, right? I think him taking a pin from Logan Paul isn't the worst thing in the world. But it ain't great, right? <laughs> like, it's not... Like, for someone like Ricochet, who's been battling for a very long time to kind of work his way up the card and be a viable contender for championship gold and getting over and getting better on the mic, and he's just progressed so much in WWE since he started to now... I don't know what an, a loss to Logan Paul does. I can't predict. And I'm sure they'll try and protect him as much as possible, whether it be Logan wins on a technicality or uh, there's some sort of interference because he likes to, to get interference in his, in his matches. Or I don't know. I don't know what the, the call is. But if it's a clean pin, man, that's a rough one. Because how do you... How do you... How do you be ricochet and take a pin from a a non-wrestler and that's again i'm not trying to disparage logan paul but he's not a professional well you know he is a professional wrestler he gets paid to wrestle that makes him a professional wrestler but he's definitely not a professional professional wrestler right <laughs> does that make sense ricochet is a professional professional wrestler he's been doing it for decades the man can carry a match. He can do things that regular people just simply can't do. And Logan Paul keeps up with him, but definitely isn't like on his level. So Ricochet taking a pin to a guy who's been in the business for less than three years in a match on something like SummerSlam, which is one of the big, what is it, big three the WWE holds every year? That's a hard 
pill to swallow. And I don't know Ricochet, but I'm sure if they told him to do the job, he's going to be fine with it. He'll do it. But something's got to sting, right? You got to get something out of that match. And coming back and doing a rubber, maybe a rubber match, like having Ricochet win one and then doing a, a third one where Ricochet wins, doesn't have the same weight as taking that first pin for Logan Paul. Being the first dude to lose to Logan Paul, that's got to be a history book that you don't want to be in. Um, but again, I'm basing the, a lot of this off of bias. I'm basing it off of what fans might be thinking. Um, I, I think Ricochet is fantastic and I think he can take an L to anyone and still be great. But Logan Paul has some baggage and <laughs> that could translate into some baggage for Ricochet. I don't know. I don't know who could take a pin for Logan. I mean, Seth did the job really well and he's fine. You know, he he sold those punches like a champ. And, and I guess they sold him saying, you know, you sell these punches to, to high heaven and then you'll get yours at, you know, whatever the pay-per-view and you won't, you don't have to do it again. So I wonder what, the clause is for ricochet like you sell this pin for logan and then you'll you'll get you know whatever else who knows anyway what do you guys think of logan paul versus ricochet and ricochet's legacy after taking this obvious l let me know and don't you ever forget i'm your friend but if i ever see you in the ring i can beat you don't you know yeah yeah yeah